Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions? I'll tell you like I'll tell them all. Call my friends at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-352-3719. That's 1-800-352-3719. This is Radio Influence. Podcasting redefined. This is Beyond the Badge on Radio Influence. A look inside the biggest and most controversial news stories you need to know now. One of the country's most relied upon law enforcement analysts, Vincent Hill. Good evening and welcome to Beyond the Badge. I am your host, Vincent Hill. Today is Wednesday. November the 9th, 2016. And unless you've been asleep under a rock in space on Mars or somewhere else, you know that the election is now officially over. And if you're like me, many of us stayed up late, late, late into the night and early in the morning. I actually fell asleep on the couch somewhere around 1.30 when we still hadn't uh, heard who our 45th president was, but when I dozed off, I was pretty sure who the winner would be, just based on the numbers, just based on projections, you know, all the stuff everyone was watching. It was clear to me that Donald J. Trump was going to be the 45th president of the United States. Now, Many of us started watching the elections right when they kicked off last night. And my son and I went out to get some food right when they started. We get to the uh, hibachi restaurant, one of our favorites. We get there, CNN is on, the Clinton News Network, and I'll talk about that later. Uh, And it showed Donald Trump had 20 of the electoral votes versus Hillary Clinton's three. And it showed how... He killed her in Indiana. He killed her in Kentucky. And right then I told my son, I hope she's getting her concession speech ready. And he said, well, what's that? I said, well, she's going to have to concede by the end of the night because she's going to lose the presidency. He said, oh, dad, it's it's too early. It's too early. It's too early. Yeah, it was too early. But just seeing those numbers so early into the counts, it was clear to me that the mass population of this country was tired of eight years of what we've seen. It was clear that this popu- the mass population of this country did not want four or possibly eight more years of what we've just seen. So with that said, I told my son, get ready for Donald J. Trump to be your next president. It's going to happen. Now, there are a lot, and I mean a lot, of shocked people. I was watching the the, uh, Clinton headquarters last night, as many of us were, and there were grown men in there crying. There were people leaving. There were people just flabbergasted that this guy, Donald J. Trump, who's this racist and, you know, this guy that shouldn't have his finger on the nuclear codes, would win the presidency. But 
outside of the things Donald J. Trump has said early on in the campaign, outside of whether people think he's fit to hold the office, let's look at the factors, okay? First, we have a candidate who, on multiple times, lied about classified emails. We have a candidate who, her foundation, is still currently under investigation by the FBI. We have a candidate who, although she claims to support Black Lives Matter 20 years ago, considered black males at a certain demographic super predators and they should be locked up in prison, right? They should be set to heal, meaning prison. Oh yeah, and by the way, a large chunk of her campaign money came from prisons who housed a lot of black males based on laws her husband passed 20 plus years ago. But let's go even bigger than that. And if you've been listening to my show for a while, I called this a long time ago. And I, I said there were a lot of things that Trump said that I agreed with. Law and order. How many times have I preached on this show that we need crime reform, not police reform? Law and order. I'm a veteran. Donald Trump supports veterans. The Obama administration does not. It's clear. When I go to the VA hospital and they tell me, oh, you make too much money, therefore you can't get service. And I say, what are you talking about? And they say, oh, President Obama passed that bill. If you make over X amount of dollars and you have a child, although you're a veteran, you don't qualify because you make too much money. Now, God forbid I lose my job tomorrow and then I'm not making that money. Then what do I do? So law and order veterans, right? But wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. It gets bigger. Now, I said before, and this confirms it. There was a large, large, large demographic, white demographic in this country who were so fed up with the things they saw for the last eight years with President Obama speaking on Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Alton Sterling, all of these cases. And what did they start hearing from Hillary? Oh, it's tragic what's happening to black males in the black community. I support police reform. I'm on your side, right? So then for the last three, four or five years, we've been seeing the Black Lives Matter movement go around this country. And I swear, I promise you, they were paid and they had their own private jet because they were everywhere. But you saw the Black Lives Matter movement going across this country, disrupting society, right? So there's a huge demographic white demographic who was tired of that and one of the analysts on Fox said it best last night the Obama administration has forgotten and turned their backs on the white middle-class American and they had because everything you heard for the last eight years on on surface was about the black male and systemic racism and 
all of this other crap that really had nothing to do with anything, right? So you had all of these people wondering why their administration, the president of all Americans, wondering why their Democratic candidate, who was going to be the president for all Americans, would go out and speak on a guy like Alton Sterling, who, yes, his death is tragic to his family. But let's be real. The people that actually knew what was going on, the people that could get out of the CNN blinders, knew that Alton Sterling was a guy who fought with police, who had a gun, who had a record, who shouldn't have resisted arrest. You look at Charlotte. Charlotte, where <laughs> Black Lives Matter protested the death of Keith Scott. The mass demographic knew he was a black male who had a gun, who pointed it at police, and therefore got shot for his trouble. And he got shot by a black police officer, but that's beside the point. For eight years, this is what that forgotten white middle class demographic has had to deal with under President Obama. So why would anyone think that they would want to look at that for another four or eight years, right? Who wants to? But let's be honest. Let's be honest. You know, there were people that said, oh, Trump won't get a Hispanic vote. He won't get black vote. Oh, no, no. Don't get it twisted, as the kids say. There were, maybe secretly, but I've seen people publicly that were Hispanic that were black, that were never for her, if you will. They were always for Trump because they too were tired of the divisiveness in this country. They were tired of the Black Lives Matter movement. They were tired of all of this crap that's been force-fed down their throat for the last eight years. And I said it, I said it, I said it months ago. That will land Donald Trump into the White House and look what has happened. He is now the 45th president of the United States. So Hillary Clinton goes out, right? And she gets Beyonce and she gets Jay-Z and she goes to Cleveland and they have this great concert, right? And it's almost laughable the amount of black people I listened to that said, girl... Beyond Queen B done did a concert for Hillary girl. You know black folks gonna go vote now. It's over. Trump out the office now, girl. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z was up there, girl. It's over. Trump is going, he's out. Hillary is in the White House. And I, I, I listened to this at work and it got so bad I had to close the door to my office because it was just ridiculous that people were saying that, right? Girl, you see Beyonce? Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that Hillary gets a refund for what she paid <laughs> Beyonce and Jay-Z because it didn't help. Because let's get real and raw here, right? That's what I like to do on the show. Let's get real and raw. Those same people that were, girl, Beyonce done done that concert, girl. Guess what? They didn't go vote. Guess what? A large population of the black demographic didn't go vote. Guess what? All those rioters we've seen in the news on CNN for the last four years didn't and couldn't go vote. 
the people that supported Alton Sterling, the gentle giant that didn't do anything, didn't or couldn't go vote. Alton Sterling, if he was alive, couldn't vote because he was a convicted felon. The guy in Charlotte who was shot and killed by a black police officer couldn't vote because he was a convicted felon. And those people that followed that and that were so fed up about that either didn't vote or couldn't vote. And I've said before, Hillary Clinton wasn't going to get half the vote Obama got. Obama got the vote of the black community. Here's a shocker. It's going to come as a big surprise. He got the vote of the black community because of the color of his skin. And think about it. If you've got black friends or if you're black yourself and you're listening to the sound of my voice, think back eight years and then think back four years and how many people said they were voting for Obama simply because he's black. Right? I remember having those conversations. Why are you voting for him? Because he's black. Well, hell, I'm black, so if I run for office, does that mean you're going to vote for me and I become the 45th president of the United States? I'm black by default. You know, I didn't have to go to special training to become black. I didn't have to get a five-year degree, a master's degree (laughs) to become black. I'm black by default. So you're telling me you're voting for this candidate simply because the color of their skin? Well, I had a conversation with my daughter who just turned 21 a couple of weekends ago when we were out celebrating her birthday. And she said, I wish Obama could run another eight years. And I said, why? And guess what her answer was? Well, dad, he's black. I said, yeah, I get that. But what has he done for you? Right. I said, crime is still up. Right. You as a black female. If you go to a certain place, may get shot at simply because you look prettier than someone else, right? There's still projects all across this country. There's still black unemployment all across this country. So what has Obama done for you unless you were lesbian, gay, or transgender? If you were one of those three and you were black, you were okay. But if you were the average black person, what has Obama done? done for you and guess what my 21 year old daughter could not answer that question that is sad but that is what got Donald J Trump elected to the White House people were tired of the same old same old and guess what I voted for Donald J Trump I'm not ashamed to say it Because again, I'm one of those, what did Hillary call it? Deplorables. I was in that basket of deplorables who was tired of what I was seeing. I was tired of every time someone got shot by police that it became racial. Especially knowing the circumstances of the case. I was tired of hearing If I had a son, he'd look like Trayvon Martin. I was tired of hearing that. I was tired of hearing, oh, they shot a black kid in St. Louis who happened to rob a store and who fought with police, but we're going to send the Department of Justice down there 
and waste millions and millions and millions of dollars to investigate and say, well, the officer was right, but this department is still racist because they gave 300 more tickets to black people than they did white people, even though more black people live in that demographic. I, too, was tired of hearing that. So any person right now that is surprised that Hillary didn't win, you actually have no idea, A, how politics works, and B, what has been going on in this country for the last eight years. You've been living under a bubble like Michael Jackson. You had no idea what was going on around you. You just assume, because, girl, Beyonce done done that concert, girl. Oh, it's over, girl. You just assume that because you've seen all of these protests, these riots across the country, a Black Lives Matter movement, you just assume that there are enough black people that were going to get out either early or yesterday and go vote and get a white woman elected into office. <laughs> Boy, were you mistaken. There were actually prayer vigils at black churches across the country praying for the next president-elect, Hillary Clinton. Oh, dear God, we are here to pray for Hillary Clinton to become the 45th president of the United States. And dear God, even though she has us fooled and 20 years ago said that all black males are super predators, Lord, we know now that she supports black people. Please, dear God, get her into the White House. Amen. And one more thing, Lord. Please, please, don't let that racist white man win the White House. Amen. It didn't work. It didn't work because people saw through the BS. People saw right through it. No one gave Donald J. Trump a chance. But people that were actually listening and that silent majority that was waiting for November the 8th, they were waiting patiently. You didn't see him out in the streets blocking roads, making sure people can't get to work, going to airports, protesting. You didn't see them out looting buildings, destroying property, burning buildings. You didn't see that that silent majority was smart enough to just wait patiently. And while they were waiting, they were silently laughing at all of this crap that the Obama administration put into play. They were laughing at it because they knew the more that went on, the better chance it was for Donald J. Trump to get into the White House. I was laughing at it because I'm thinking you guys are so foolish to be out here doing this stuff, not realizing you're doing more harm than good to your supposed cause, right? So now I wonder how the conversations in a bunch of the offices are going to be because you know, I talk to people, everybody talks to people, right? And everyone said, yeah, it was divided about Trump and Hillary. And, you know, certain people were saying this and certain people were saying that. And 
I've even heard people at work, true story, say they were going to Africa across the water if Trump won, right? Well, you can do that if you want, but I assure you, you'll be back very quickly because just because you're black doesn't necessarily mean you can make it in Africa because that's a whole different world over there. You think you got it bad here? <laughs> Go on over there. Let me know how that goes. Tweet me. Email me. Call me. Do whatever. Let me know how that goes. But I assure you, you'll be coming back across the water to live here in America. And if you open your mind and you listen to some of the things Trump said, and I don't think he has a reason to lie. I mean, <laughs> It's not like he took the job for the money. Let's be honest, the little $250,000 that the president gets annually, he probably has that in his sock, okay? So it's not like he took the job for the money. He took the job because he saw the country needs change. And the slogan, make America great again, right? Now, to the uninformed, uneducated, or ignorant Black person, they assumed that meant make America white again. Well, wait a minute. Correct me if I'm wrong. Demographically, the majority of the country is white, right? So what do you mean make it white again? Oh, I, I know. Go back, go back to slavery. That's, that's what that means, right? Well... When were you ever out of slavery under the Obama administration? You still lived in slums. You still had high crime rates. There were little kids that couldn't walk down the street in Chicago. There were mothers that couldn't walk down the street in Chicago. Drug addiction is at an all-time high. In the black community. When were you ever out of slavery. Under Obama. I, I don't. I don't get that concept. Oh I, I get it. You, I get it. You think it's going to be like cotton fields. And whips and change. Because I, I, I did see a picture on Twitter. Or somewhere that said. If you don't get out and vote. Prepare to do this. And the guy was black guy was, was picking cotton. In a cotton field somewhere. I, I get it. So you're thinking that kind of slavery. But I'm sorry, I, I could have sworn Donald Trump said he wanted to bring jobs to the black community and he wanted to bring education to the black community so the black community could stop depending on its government for assistance. But some people that are uneducated, uninformed, are just plain ignorant Consider that to say, oh, Trump's going to take our food stamps. Trump's going to do this. Trump's going to do that. Well, if he provides jobs and education where you can get off food stamps, isn't that a better option than saying, well, I'm just going to sit in the house for the 30 days and then I'm going to get this food stamp card and then I'm going to A, either sell it for cash or B, I'm going to buy a little bit of groceries and then sell it for cash. I'm going to go with the job, you know, the sense of satisfaction to say, hey, 
I have a job. I have an education. Oh, and look, I don't have to depend on someone to make sure my kids are fed. I'm just going to go with that option. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I come from a different breed. I don't know. But to make America great again, Trump never said, hey, I need to make white America great again. He never went out and said, if I had a son, he'd look like Dylan Taylor, you know, the unarmed white kid in Salt Lake City who was killed by police. He never pulled an Obama and got into, well, if I had a son, he'd look like Trayvon Martin. No, if I had a son, he'd look like Dylan Noble, you know, the unarmed white kid that was killed in California by police. He didn't do that. He said he wants to make America great again. And guess what? Inside of this thing we call America, there's white people, black people, Hispanic people, Chinese, Vietnamese, Korean, Mongolian, you name it. There's probably some people we never even heard of inside this thing we call America. And he said he wanted to make America great again. And I don't know about you, but I don't plan on leaving this country. I have no desire unless I go on vacation somewhere. But all these people that, oh, I'm leaving the country. If Trump makes it into the White House. How do the kids say it? Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Mm. Go on. If that's what you think is going to happen, go on. If you think it's that easy to just uproot, leave, do it. But Trump's message has been clear from the start. Make America great again. I even saw somebody last night. I can't believe Trump is winning. One of his supporters hung two black men from a tree at his house. Well, here's the thing, right? If it wasn't Trump, it would have been some other GOP candidate, and he probably would have done the same thing because that is his mentality. That is in his heart. That hate is in his heart. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. So for you to say, I can't believe he's winning because they hung two black dummies in, his, in a tree from his house. For all we know, there could have been a Hillary supporter that did the same thing. That hate is in their heart. It would have had nothing to do whether it was Donald Trump, Mitt Romney, Ben Carson, or all the other GOP candidates that ran. If that guy was going to do that, that was because that was a deep-rooted hate that he had in his heart. And it goes back to what I said. What has he seen and heard for the last eight years? The only people that matter to Obama are black people, right? Because that's what he's seen in the news. That's what he's heard. That's what he's read. But it had nothing to do with Donald J. Trump. Donald Trump won simply because Americans, and I lump every race into that, and I've seen the exit polls, and yeah, he didn't have a large Hispanic turnout. He got 29%. He got a 54% male turnout. I don't know the numbers of the black turnout yet. I assume it's going to be low, but there were black people voting for Trump because they were fed up. They want America to be what it is, America. They don't want racial division. They don't want unemployment. They don't want high crime rates. They want America to be great. They don't want to have to walk down the street or go to a marathon or 
go on a subway and worry if they're going to get blown up by some terrorist group. They don't want that. But look what has happened for the last eight years. How many bombings have we had? How many shootouts have we had in open places by people who claim to be ISIS? America was sick and tired of eight years of nothing. Well, unless you count Obamacare, which spiked health care costs in this country, unless you count the Syrian refugee influx, unless you count a guy that thinks he's a girl can go in the, into a girl's bathroom and a father like me would probably choke him out if he went in the bathroom when my daughter was there. But that's beside the point. Unless you wanted that, the majority of America wanted this country back and the foundation of this country. You know, things like the national anthem. Ooh, ooh. I wonder how Colin Kaepernick is feeling right now. Ooh. So not only did Hillary Clinton not win, oh my God, this guy who supports police, as he should, because police are the backbone of the cities, this guy that supports police is now the 45th president-elect? Oh my God. Does that mean Colin is going to now refuse to play? That Does that mean he's now going to leave the country? Is he going to go to Africa? Oh my God. What is going on here, Colin? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You may need to leave the country. You may need to leave the country. Does this mean that Queen B. Beyonce will sing the national anthem at the inauguration like she did for President Obama? No, now she'll probably boycott the national anthem and boycott everything. And she's going to have a new song out by next week of how it was racially motivated and all of this other stuff. You know, I've even seen some reporters on the Clinton News Network say, oh, this was a whitewash election. It was a whitewash election. White people wanted Trump in the office. Well, yeah. White people wanted Trump in the office. Black people wanted Trump in the office. Hispanic people wanted Trump in the office. There were quite a few races of people that wanted Trump in the office. So I wouldn't call it a whitewash. I would just call it a movement, a change, a much needed change as Sam Cooke once sung it's been a long time coming but a change is going to come I wouldn't say whitewash I would just say a change in this country a movement of people that said we are sick and tired of being sick and tired and we need a guy to come in here and fix what's wrong with this country right so not only did Trump win, he kind of killed it. And nobody saw it coming. He kind of killed it. I kept watching, and I kept watching, and I kept watching. Now, I don't know what the heck was taking Florida so long and Michigan. I mean, dang, how long does it take to count numbers? But as I saw that lead creep up, and 
creep up and creep up. I knew maybe that's why I dozed off on the couch and woke up when Trump was speaking at like three in the morning. Like, I don't know what he said because I was half asleep, but I did read the lower third that said Donald Trump wins the White House. Hmm. I know it's a whitewash. I know whitewash and it's racially motivated because all of these racist white men across the country wanted Obama out. They didn't want Hillary. It, it had to be racially motivated, right? Mm-hmm. But, but if it makes Hillary feel better, she did win the popular vote, not by much, but a little. She did win the popular vote, so she could rest easy to know that she's kind of popular. Oh, I know why. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. I know why she, she won the popular vote. Girl, Queen B. Beyonce done did that concert, girl. Mm-hmm. Hillary done won the popular vote, girl. Trump is out of the White House. Yup. That's why she won the popular vote, right? So, rest easy, Hillary Clinton. You win the popular vote. You still don't go to the White House for the second time. You know, what's that saying when when you break up with someone? It's not you, it's me. Maybe you need to come to the conclusion that it's you. Because you lost to Obama after you say horrible things about him while you're running against him. Then you become his secretary of state, blah, blah, blah. Now he's on your side and Michelle's going around campaigning for you, blah, blah, blah. But you still lose. You lost states that he won. So, maybe it's you not them. Maybe it's, it's not you, it's me. Maybe you should take that, run with it, realize that people wanted change and you earn it. They wanted solutions and you earn it. Oh, and by the way, your foundation is still under investigation. So why, as someone who could potentially be the president would people vote for you if in a month or two you could be under indictment? Mm, I'm not putting two and two together here. Like, oh, I vote for Hillary, and maybe before the inauguration, she's getting indicted. Or there's a grand jury out. Huh. Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a great idea. I'm going to do that, right? Wrong wrong and the people of america proved that last night hey i'm just about out of time i know this is beyond the badge this probably sounded more like sean hannity to you tonight but i had to talk about this election it's been a long time this campaign trail was i think one of the longest in history but it's finally over we finally know who our 45th president will be donald j trump and if you want law and order if you want veterans to be taken care of, if you want jobs, if you want secure borders, not only from Mexicans, but ISIS and all these people that want to come kill us, because there's a few terrorist groups out there that want to come kill us. You know, Donald J. Trump, what's the best for the job? America proved that last night. And now Donald Trump has four years to prove it to America. Hey, but before I go again, this is beyond the badge, so I got to do, I have to do roll call. So here's tonight's roll call. And it's only fitting to talk about an officer who was actually killed on election night after a president who supports law and order 
was elected into the office. And this is police officer Darren Reed of uh, Low Police Department, Arizona. He was shot and killed last night, Tuesday, November the 8th, on election night. Uh, he was shot and killed by a subject at a local fast food restaurant at 680 West Deuces of Clubs at approximately 1.30 p.m., broad daylight. Uh, the sub subject fled the scene in a vehicle following the shooting and remains at large. Remains at large. Law and order to this country. That is what Donald Trump supports. Um, thank you, Officer Darren Reed, for being brave enough to pay the ultimate sacrifice while protecting and serving. Godspeed to you. Godspeed to your family. My prayers to them. I want to thank you, my loyal listeners, for listening tonight. I know yesterday was a little strange for some people. I got tweets of why I was not on the air, even though the election was on. And I, I definitely didn't want to try to go up against the election. Little old me, you know, going up against the national election. So uh, I want to thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Same time, same station, radioinfluence.com. The hottest thing in radio. Believe it, believe it, believe it. I want to thank my friends over at Invent Help. Hey, if you got an idea, call Invent Help. I'm out of here. Thank you and good night. To continue the conversation, get updates on the show, and to find out when you can see him on television, follow Vincent on Twitter at Vincent Hill TV. That's at Vincent Hill TV. This has been Beyond the Badge on Radio Influence. Radio Influence brings you the best in digital media broadcasting. When it comes to sports, we've got experts like national sports radio host Rich Herrera, the fabulous sports babe, and former Major League Baseball manager Kevin Kennedy. Want a good laugh? Then go on the beach with Pants and Roller Girl, or just LOL with Nancy Alexander. And when it comes to real life, Dangerous Conversation with Scott Ledger and Beyond the Badge with Vincent Hill will make you think. When it comes to what you want, Radio Influence has you covered. Find our programming on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and RadioInfluence.com.